Cool. All right. So do you guys mind if I uh, kind of just share a story about how this all started on my end? I know some of you guys are familiar with Kendall. You guys have been following Kendall for a very long time, but you know, this might be my first introduction to you. Uh, and then even the people who are in this program might not even know how PTBI got started. Uh, it's only a year old, so this is really, really incredible that this is kind of what we built so far. Um, but I want to go back to the very beginning on how this all started. So go back to, say, 2018. You know, if you guys have read my book, uh, you guys will you know, recognize some of the stories I'm going to share. But if you guys haven't read my book, you guys should go check it out. Um, but 2018, I was busting tables, really did not have any direction in my life. I loved fitness, but I really didn't know what I was going to do with it. Um, you know, I was just trying to make t-shirts, try to sell them to, you know, my coworkers. And I was going to college telling people I was going to, you know, become a clinical psychologist, but I knew I'd like, there's no fucking chance I'm going to make that. <laughs> and then in comes this 18 year old girl, right? Moves to San Diego, starts flexing on the gram. Next thing I know, this girl's making six figures. I'm like, who the fuck is this girl? Right? Well, it turns out it's Kendall Strample, <laughs> right? And I watched her like a hawk. It felt like she was a rabbit and I was chasing after her. She didn't even know who I was. And I was like, what is this girl doing? Find out about this thing called online coaching. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, that's an option. Fast forward, I gave it a shot, you know, made it work, took my business online. It's really incredible. Then around 2020, um, you know, I was pretty successful with the online coaching, traveling the world, living the dream, really had no complaints. Uh, but I made a trip back home. And I made a trip back home and I visited a friend. And this friend was a friend that I had been friends with for the past five years. He was a friend from back home. I met him in the gym. And he shared the same exact passion for fitness that I did, right? And he was even, I would even say, more passionate for fitness than I was, right? We would talk about macros, we talk about competing, talk about helping people. But back where we're from, you know, the, the online space, the entrepreneurial space, it's not really a thing, right? And so every time I would go back home, I'd share stories about my business, about the growth, and he'd still be in the same position, right? I think eventually at 2020, I went home, we talked to him, he was getting his certification, telling people, you know, he wants, you know, he wants to be a certified personal trainer, but I saw him in the gym and he was actually delivering paper towels to the gym like putting them in the like paper towel machine. And I was like, dude, what are you doing? I was like, I don't really know, you know, I don't really know. And I was like, you know what? More people need the education in the online space. More people need to be brought this to them so that way they can have the opportunity because you don't need to be in San Diego or to be in a big city to have, you know, success. A lot of you guys come from all over the country. You guys are crushing it wherever you guys are from. So that one client, that one person, I was like, you know what? I'm going to help this person. I, I want to put together that. I want to put together a course. I really had no intention to create PTBI. I just wanted to help. I just wanted to help this one person. So if I can just take the knowledge that I learned about online coaching, turn it into a little course. Back then it wasn't even PTBI. It was literally just a course, right? A 15 hour course. I made it in about a month. He bought it for $500, right? And three months later, you know, he was starting to take on clients. He was making some progress, but it wasn't like enough, right? I eventually brought him on as an assistant coach to kind of give him a little push and still felt a little bit uninspired. And uh, I invited him to come down to San Diego and he came down. He spent two nights with me. This is, this is really funny. This dude was so obsessed with learning. It was like, I would, I would be sitting there with Megan. Me and Megan would be talking about our business and I'd look over and he'd be, 
n shamelessly with the notes and notepads right here, <laughs> taking notes. And I looked over, I'm like, do you, do you have any idea what we're talking about? And he's like, no. <laughs> but I love it. I'm like, okay, cool. So literally that week, he decides to uh, get an apartment. He moves down here to San Diego. He goes all in on his business, right? He went making, you know, shit pay, delivering people towels, moving down to San Diego. Like, I can't tell you how much growth this person had. It's like, he's about to hit his first 15K month now. This was in October, right? All from that course. And that person's here today, it's Jose. So Jose is the reason why we're all here together, right? And I'm honestly, I'm so proud to have him here just because like he is what all of this represents. To be given an opportunity to make something and change your life and like truly embody a dream, chasing a dream, like he is the representation of what all of this is for. So just wanted to share that story with you guys because like, man, that, it, it almost brings tears to my eyes. Like, it's incredible. But we are going to dive into today's lecture. All right. So I sat thinking, I'm like, what, what should I teach you guys? What you guys know? You guys know the strategy, right? Who here knows about DM outreach? Everyone. Okay, cool. Who here knows how to take a sales call? Right? Everyone. Okay, cool. Who here knows how to create content? Okay. Just outsource that shit. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't need you, I don't need to teach you guys any of that stuff anymore. You guys are at a level now to where it's like you're not getting started. You guys have your businesses, and so now it's time to scale, which you guys can do when you get home. It's, it's not very hard. Kendall's program does a really good job. We'll teach you guys how to scale. Right, but what's really going to separate you now between getting started and really taking this business to the next level is high performance for you guys, right? The way you guys speak to yourselves, the way you guys operate, the way you guys think, how you guys focus. So I sat down and I thought, okay, you know, looking back on this journey, what, was it, what, are the, what are the biggest things that really contributed to the success of PTBI and also just the success of my own personal journey that I can share with you guys? And that's what, what I'm going to share with you guys today. It's a concept I, I created. It's called the, the vortex, right? I, if you guys are close to me, you know, there's, there's times where I'm like, Yo, I'm in the vortex. Like, don't talk to me. Like, hey, you go. Hey, you want to come out this weekend? Nope. I'm in the vortex. Don't talk to me. So we're gonna go ahead and dive into what the vortex is. So Jess, if you want to hit the next slide, you guys probably won't even be able to see the content, but that's okay because you guys can take notes. <laughs> is it working? Okay, cool. So you. So what I consider the vortex is it's a tunnel through space and time in which you go in looking like one person, operating like one person, you know, life is a specific way, and you come out on the other end and things have changed, things have grown, right? And you guys probably, like, it's happening now as we speak, but really what's gonna separate you guys is how you take advantage of that. So what I'm gonna do is, like, teach you guys what it is so that way you guys can harness its power. Right, so there's a couple key things to focus on for a successful vo uh, vortex. One of them is to focus on a specific goal for each of life's areas of greatness, right? So I have this concept called the areas of greatness. I will share that with you guys later in this presentation. 
Uh, but the key to a successful vortex phase is to choose three specific goals for each area of greatness. Right? Um, and then the second key is the duration of time you commit to that goal. Right? So there's two keys, focus on a specific goal and then the amount of time that you spend on that specific goal. So I think it might jump. Yeah. yeah. I think you have to keep it. Cool. Awesome. So what we're going to do first is talk about a bamboo tree. You guys heard the story about how a bamboo tree grows. Okay. Just to give you guys, you know, a quick rundown. Essentially you plant the bamboo tree, you water bamboo tree, four years goes by, nothing breaks through the ground, right? You're watering, you're waiting for this seed to grow, but you see nothing, right? Then all of a sudden, in that fifth year, the bamboo tree sprouts and grows to whoever knows how, how I'm not an expert on bamboo trees. 80 feet tall, yeah. So what usually happens is success is like that bamboo tree, right? Success is like nurturing and growing, but not seeing much growth on the outside. And then all of a sudden, boom, right? takes off. Hit the next one. So just to show you, Warren Buffett, one of the richest men in the world, I think his net worth is like over a hundred billion, right? He actually accumulated most of his wealth in the last third of his life, right? So very much like the bamboo tree, nurturing, watering, not seeing much, boom, it goes up, right? So how can you harness this? How can you take advantage of this in your life and your business? Okay, go ahead. Give you a couple of other examples, right? This is me as you know me today, okay? Suave business guy, wrote a book, got a happy relationship, right? But not too long ago, this is who I was, right? This started five years ago. The success that I've seen only happened within the last six to 12 months, right? But I've been very intentional. Like, this is like a picture of me shirtless, like trying to be on YouTube and shit. Like, <laughs> I, that was intentional, okay? That was not an accident. I was trying to blow up and be famous. It didn't really go anywhere, right? <laughs> Same thing here. This is a picture back from 2014, the year I graduated from high school. Here's a shirtless pic with some inspirational bullshit quote, trying to be Instagram famous, trying to blow up, okay? Hit the next one, 2013. Kendall, example. Boss ass businesswoman, flexing on her car. Like this is, this is her how you know her today, right? But this is like her within the last 12 months, right? Not too long ago, this was Kendall as you knew her, right? Not too long ago, this was Kendall, right? I think I went down and pulled out her first post. What year was this? Can you read that? It says it was 2014. Cool. So she's been at this for like six years, right? And I guarantee you this was intentional. I guarantee you she was trying, right? So very much like the bamboo tree, success happens exponentially, right? You're watering, you're watering, you're watering, you're watering, and then boom, okay? A lot of people, they give it three months, six months, 12 months, and like, you know what? It's not working. Well, give it fucking five years. Seriously, give it five years. You guys haven't even, like you're, you're in your freshman year. Okay, so hit the next one. Yeah, this thing, 
struggling. Cool. This is a pretty good representation of how entrepreneurship is, right? You guys all have the skills to be successful. You guys know about DM outreach. You guys know how to create content. You know how to take sales calls. You guys know how to sign clients. You guys know how to do all the things. What's going to separate you and make you successful is how long you stay in the game, right? How long you stay in the game and how, how much you let that, uh, that bamboo tree sprout and grow. Okay. Most people are right here. There's no difference between these two. The amount of work is the same, but this one gave up. Okay. Not enough time, not enough focus. Okay. Hit the next one, please. So what the vortex is, is it allows you to shortcut that exponential growth into a shorter amount of time, right? So what could have taken me or what did take me five years probably could have taken me two or two years or less, right? If I had taken advantage of the vortex. Now, if you guys are close to me, you guys know I, that I am very, very selfish with my time and energy. I don't even see my friends half the time, right? Jose, Mario, how often do you guys ask me to hang out? And I always say no. Always worth a shot, but I always say no, right? I'm very, very aggressive with how I spend my time and energy because I want to harness this power as much as possible, okay? So that's what the Vortex is gonna be able to teach you. Let's hit the next one. Cool, oh yeah, so we can pass this. This is pretty much just what I said. Awesome, what is this? Okay, cool, so before we dive into how to create the Vortex and like why, we need to cover a couple basic principles. Hit the next one, please. So compound interest, who here knows what compound interest is? Okay. Compound interest is like, like my bread and butter. I love compound interest, but what a lot of people don't realize is compound interest actually applies to many other areas of life. Uh, I use a financial, uh, I use a financial example here, but like it really applies to your fitness. It applies to your relationships. It applies to your success. It applies to everything. Right. And essentially what compound interest is, is, little actions stacking up to lead to exponential results, right? So in the finance world, you know, we're going to give you an example of in investing, right? Let's say that you take $10,000 today. You just have $10,000, right? Are you going to get rich off $10,000? Probably not, right? That $10,000 probably not going to get you very far, but if you invest it at 10%, 10% is very small. It's a very, very small Think. It's 11,000, so you, you get $1,000 off of a 10% uh, interest, right? But compounded by one year, that 11,000 with another 10% turns into 12,100, right? And then another year, that 10% compounds to 13,310, right? So it slowly starts to grow. Hit the next one. I think the projector screen makes this thing lag. Cool. So actually, I think you skipped one. Oh, yeah. yeah, cool. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're, you're pressing up. Cool. So at first, the compounding is very slow it might seem like you're not getting very far, right? If you have $10,000 and you let it grow for a year and it grows by $1,000, you're gonna be like, this is so stupid. Like, why am I waiting this long? Like, I can just spend this on a Gucci bag or put it on a down payment for a car or something, right? But over time, right, that bamboo effect is gonna come into play, right? So $10,000, 
with 10% interest over 50 years actually turns into a million dollars, right? That's if you just put it away, forget about it, and do not touch it. You don't even have to add anything to it. You literally don't have to do anything, right? So that's the power of compound interest. It allows things to grow exponentially. Make sure we just tap it once. Yeah. This thing is really struggling. Cool. So, actually, you skipped a couple. What? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. So, let's just do another math equation, right? So, take that $10,000, and let's say that you make $100,000 a year in your business, and you just put off another $10,000 a year. So, you're living like off $90,000. Right? That's, not a, that's not much. Right? A $10,000 addition to your savings account, retirement account, is really not that much. Uh, but compounded over 50 years, with that additional 10% compound interest, what that turns into is $13 million by the time you're retired, right? over 50 years. $13 million. Most people like, will never touch that kind of money. And all you have to do is just put a little bit away over time. Right? So that's the power of compound interest. That is very important because it applies directly into how you use the vortex, right? Yeah, and again, honestly, $10,000 a year is only 833 bucks a month, right? That's one client, that's one client, okay? So, yeah, I don't share this, this isn't like financial advice, I'm not telling you guys to start investing or anything, but I want you guys to know the power of compound interest. This hour-long presentation might turn into two hours just because of these slides, but. Cool, so an example of this in your business could be like DM outreach, right? So reaching out to 30 clients on a day, oh, what a fucking drag, right? Who wants to do that? It's like one of the most tedious things that you can do in your business, right? And also 30 clients a day, like, is that really gonna take your business to six figures? Like, come on, no, right? But over time, that small action over time will actually compound into huge effects, right? 30 people a day, 30, you, let's say you do it 30 times a month, you're gonna reach 900 new people. Over a year, that's 1,100 new people. And over five years, that's 54,000 people, right? Guarantee you by the time you reach out to 54,000 people, your business will be like exceptionally well, right? Because what happens is with the amount reach, you know, popcorn starts to pop and people that you connect with three months ago start reaching out and stuff, right? And so that's the power of compound interest. If you just do that small daily task, day in and day out, it's gonna start to pop off, right? So that's the next one. Cool, so now we understand that small daily tasks, like an additional $10,000 a year at 10% interest will actually lead to huge asymmetrical results, right? There's very few things in life to where you can put a small amount of effort and get a huge amount of results in return, right? Compound interest allows you to do that. And so it's happening and it's working every single day in our lives. Cool, so yeah, you can go ahead and press, skip this one. Okay, yeah, you can go ahead and skip another one. All right, and let's see where we're at. Okay, you can go ahead and skip this one too. And yeah, you can skip this one as well. <laughs> All right, cool. So now we're gonna talk about the variables of the vortex. Now you guys understand like why the vortex is so important, right? So small effort, exponential results, 
you know, five years of bamboo trees, year six is boom, right? So now we're going to talk about the two things that are the factors of the vortex. All right, so go ahead and press play. Time. This is the number one factor of the vortex. You need time, right? So the, the way that time goes into compound interest is obviously a $10,000 investment at 10% interest isn't going to yield you much, right? But the more time you have, 50 years, turns into a million dollars. So the longer that you're able to stay in the vortex or harness the power of vortex, the more exponential results that you're gonna get, okay? The other thing is that we cannot control time. It is a fucking savage in our lives. Because right now it's ticking, we cannot control it. Okay, we cannot reverse it, we cannot stop it. It is an unstoppable moving train that's moving forward and it waits for no one, right? So the only thing that we can control with time is how we use it. That's the only thing that we can do and we have to accept that, right? We can't say, oh, I'll wait till later. Can't say, oh, you know, now's not a good time. Like, we can't control those things. The only thing that we can do is control how we use our time. So time is a big factor of the vortex because of how long, right? We need to harness that exponential growth. But the only thing that we can actually control is how we use it. No, I think we're good. You can, you can hit one more. Cool. The other variable for time is focus, right? So time is obviously a variable. We talked about this, you know, because the amount of time that we spend in the vortex determines how much exponential results we get, but how we choose to spend our time is actually what's most important because that's where we're going to be able to harness the power. So focus is extremely important. This is one of the things that is going to separate you from being, you know, six figure entrepreneur to a seven figure entrepreneur is where is your time going and what are you focusing on? because what you focus on is what you're gonna be able to harness in the exponential results. So let me see what we got here. Cool. Okay, cool. So the other thing about time and focus is that it's a finite resource. We only have so much. Like we only have so much. When you are born, the clock starts ticking, right? And it's different for everybody, right? The other thing is focus is a finite resource as well. We wake up with it with a finite amount and where that goes like is really, really important. And I don't think people really understand how important that is because I mean, how many of you guys have, you know, woken up kind of whatever time you guys want to wake up, you go to the gym, you're at the gym, you get a message, you're on your phone and then you're like, okay, wait, what set am I on? Okay, wait, I need to change my music. You get home <laughs> and you're like, okay, there's all these messages and then I need to eat. And then I'm going to get back to the messages and then my mom's calling and then the dog needs to be taken out. And then, and then your friend's like, Hey, let's go grab coffee. I'm like, okay, I'll go grab coffee. And then five o'clock goes around. You did fucking nothing. Yeah. You went to the gym, right? But you just did a bunch of busy work, right? But you didn't really make progress. And if you're working a nine to five, even worse, right? If you're working a nine to five, you only have like three hours a day, right? Realistically. And so if you are not very intentional about where that time goes, you're fucked, right? So time and focus, finite resources. You have to be very intentional about where those, that time and focus is going. Let's hit the next one.
Let's, um, I'll put up a diagram just to kind of let you guys know, right? Let's hit the next one, yeah. So if you guys can see this, this is pretty much a diagram of unfocused in different directions versus focused in different directions, right? This is what's gonna separate you from a six-figure entrepreneur to a seven-figure entrepreneur, is where your time goes, right? Let's say that you have seven units of focus, right? And you have a bunch of different hobbies. Say that you have side businesses, you have side hobbies, you like doing jujitsu, you like to play the guitar, you like to go surfing, you like to hang out with your friends, you like doing all these things, right? Well, you're only gonna make progress in like short little directions, right? Because your energy and focus is being diversified like other places, right? Let's say like you got a relationship, or let's say that business is on top, right? You got your business here, you got relationship here, you got you know playing guitar here, you got jujitsu here, right? You got this, this is taking time, right? Remember we talked about time as a finite resource. So this is like, you're losing time doing all these things. And if they're important to you, great. You know, happy. But like, you guys ever talk to like a, a normal, like, I hate to say normal people. <laughs> like, ordinary. You, or, like ordinary people, right? One day they're doing like, one day they're doing this, the next day they're doing that. Their, their time and energy and focus is like spread out all over the place, right? Whereas, imagine if you put all that time and energy into one thing, right? You're gonna blow that person out of the water. So, opportunity cost. What is opportunity cost? Opportunity cost is the loss of a potential gain from doing one action versus doing the other, right? And so, a lot of people understand macro opportunity costs. You know, the decision between going to this school versus going to that school. Well, if you choose this school, then you're gonna lose the opportunities that are prevent, prevented to change your life in the other school. So you have to make a choice, right? That's opportunity cost. But it also dwindles down to the very, very macro, to the minute, right? Opening up TikTok, for example, for 15 minutes is an opportunity cost for you to do something else in your business, I don't know. But it's just an example, right? But not only is it the loss of the choice in between the two, but it's the loss of the secondary effect that comes after, right? Take going out on a weekend, for example. These guys, I'll, I'll use you guys as an example, the other weekend. <laughs> they hit me up at five o'clock and they're like, yo, let's go out. It's Saturday night, I'm in my bedroom, I'm like, I ain't doing shit tonight. Actually, I watched Naruto all night, right? And so, the opportunity cost didn't even play out in that night because it wasn't like I was doing anything productive for my business anyway, right? But I was thinking, okay, what's gonna happen Monday, right? Because Monday, there's a secondary opportunity cost. You stay up all night Saturday, then Sunday you're hungover and you're sleeping in until four o'clock, and then Monday you wake up and you're playing catch up. Where I'm already fresh, I'm, I'm getting to work. I'm, I'm up in the morning at 7 a.m. getting work done, right? So that's opportunity cost, there's secondary effects. Right, so what you do is very important because choosing one thing, you're actually losing out on, on another thing. Right? Something with um, investing, right? let's take $10,000, let's look at it today. Right? If you spend that $10,000, you're actually not spending $10,000, you're spending a million dollars. Because you're losing out on the potential of that uh, opportunity cost. That's why I save my money like a madman because $1,000 is not $1,000 to me. $1,000 is actually $10,000. So for every $1,000 I save, I'm actually saving an exponential of $10,000 in the future, right? So buying some shoes for $1,000, I'm like, this is actually $10,000 I'm losing, 
right? So that's the, that's the importance of opportunity costs, right? So for every opportunity that you choose, you're losing an opportunity in something else, right? That might mean making sacrifices with friends and family, right? I don't see my friends as often as I should or, or need to because I understand the opportunity costs and I'm choosing to focus on my business. That's what's going to separate you guys as, you know, the winners and losers. But obviously you guys can't live like your entire life like that. You can't just turn your emotions off. You guys are human. So we're going to talk about that in a second too, how to find the balance. Uh, but time and focus is, is, we're, is slipping through pe people's fingers. Right? And that's where, that's where a lot of people are getting mixed up. So you can go ahead and skip to the next slide. Okay. No, you're good. You can skip it again. See, I have the, yeah, you can skip it again. Cool. Skip it again. And okay, cool. Skip it again. <laughs> so now you guys understand what the vortex is, why it's important. You guys understand what the variables of for the vortex is, it's time and focus. You guys understand why it's important because opportunity cost is a loss of opportunity. So for every choice you make here, you're losing an opportunity here. So for every time that you say, oh, I need to do DM outreach, or hey, I need to do this certain project, or I need to put out this ebook, or I need to do this, and you say, actually, you know, it'll wait, I'll do that Monday, you're losing, you're losing uh, focus, you're losing time, it's opportunity cost, right? So now we're gonna go into how to actually create the vortex to use the power of exponential growth to our advantage, right? And this is how I've been able to grow PTBI in like in less than a year, right? It's also how I've been able to come out with a book in six months. It's also how I've been able to, you know, put this together with Kendall and also party at the same time too, right? So go ahead and, and skip forward. So the first step in creating the vortex is choosing where you wanna go, right? So we're gonna pick three goals, right? And we'll talk about that here in just a second, but you can only choose one, right? Actually, so there's three sections, but you can only choose one for that section. So there's three categories of life, right? Which I'll share with you guys in, in a minute. And each of those categories, you're choosing one goal. So you're gonna have three goals total, but they're all spliced in different directions. Not three, not five, not 10, not 15, just one specific goal. So if you guys remember that diagram of your attention and energy being diversified everywhere, it's not gonna get you anywhere. So we're gonna choose one so we can be that big, fat, red arrow. Right, okay, cool. So you can skip this. Because one, one of the things too is why it's important to focus on one particular goal is because if you guys wanna get exponential results, you guys can't do exponential actions on a day-to-day -day basis because you guys don't have the time to do so, right? If you're working a nine to five, you only have three hours, you know, three hours of work isn't really gonna get you very far unless you stick to one goal over a long enough time for those results to grow exponentially, right? That's why we're choosing one goal and that's why we're choosing like to stay very focused because you can't like, if you're gonna build a six figure business, if you're gonna build a seven figure business, you're not gonna make that in one day. It has to be consistent day to day over time in order for you to get those exponential results, right? So go ahead and Hit the next one. Um, yeah, okay, cool. Okay, cool. So, do you guys know what activation energy is? 
Okay, cool. You know about activation energy? Activation energy is the practice of make, creating an environment that actually helps you take more action. It's like helping you create an environment that's optimized for you to take action. An example is, you know, keeping your phone out of your bedroom at night so that way you can fall asleep easier. You're making, you're, you're changing your environment to reach a specific goal easier, right? Another example for me is like keeping my laptop on my desk and having my desk in my bedroom. Dude, the, the first thing I do when I wake up is I get right to work, right? It's probably not the best for like my health, like mental health and stuff, <laughs> but like, it, yeah, I should probably journal more, but like that's an example of activation energy. Another example of activation energy is, you know, putting your gym clothes on your bed the night before, so that way you're more optimized to go. So creating an environment to where that's conducive and aligned with our goals is gonna be really, really important for you guys to create a growth container. The growth container is a concept that I created in Virginia. So I don't know if you guys knew this, but I lived in San Diego, went broke, couldn't afford rent, got an opportunity to live in some dude's basement in Virginia, and I thought, fuck it, I get rent for a year, I'll grow my, grow my business. Best and worst, it was, like, it was the best and worst decision I've ever made. Worst decision because my mental health was terrible, I lived in the snow, I didn't have a car, I was by myself. It was the best decision because I knew what could be done if I focused. I didn't have any friends, I didn't have a car, I could only walk to the gym that was two miles away, right? There was no light life. Everyone in my neighborhood was either like 12 or like <laughs> 60. So I really got to see what can be done if I had one year of just me and my laptop. It was insane, right? And that's really what took my business to six figures, right? And that was a growth container. And I was like, damn, this is really what happens when you focus on one goal for an entire year, which this was taking me five years before, but I was distracted. I was going to parties, I was making friends, I was going to networks. One, I don't regret this, but one learning lesson back in earlier this year is a lot of my PTBI students were coming in and moving and you know, I would spend days to get to know them and party with them and like hang out with them and I realized like shit, I'm not making any progress in my business because I'm spending so much time trying to fill everybody else's cup, right? That's why you know, Aaron moved to San Diego. I haven't even had a chance to see or hang out with Aaron in person because it's like I had to put a hard stop and be like, look, like my business needs to be protected and if I have to be cold hearted to protect it and like really stay focused, I'm going to. Right, so that's what the growth container is. You guys, any question about the growth container, you guys got that? It's pretty much just a, creating an environment that's conducive to your goals, that eliminates distractions and allows you to focus. So you can go ahead and hit that. Cool. One more? Mm. Yeah, so one of the ideas of the growth container is that like you should be so bored that like all there is to do is to work, right? <laughs> And that just means like, you know, keeping the TV out of your bedroom, staying off of your phone more often, like if your friends hit you up, like think about this. If, if you're working a nine to five and you have like specific work that you need to do and your friend hits you up to go out to dinner, right? And you haven't gotten that work done and you decide like, oh, I'm gonna go, you know, do this thing. You're losing, you're losing time. You're losing opportunity, right? This move, cool. Okay, so one of the keys to a successful vortex is actually doing less, being as minimal as possible, right? And this is gonna be the difference between like, like I guess like just an exponential results, 
right? Doing less is the key here, right? Choosing one specific goal for an allotted amount of time, that's, that's really the key. If you guys look at my life, I actually don't have much, right? I don't have the car, I, like, I live in a decent apartment, but like, like everything is extremely minimal and I only have one thing, right? It's my business, I have a happy relationship and I have my fitness. I don't like surf, I don't mountain bike, I don't skateboard, like I gave up all of these things because those are all things that were taken away from my one thing that's important, which is my business, right? I used to play music, I used to surf, I used to skateboard, I used to do all these things. They're all distractions though, right? And most people who are unfocused, like that's the difference between like what you guys know and versus the people who are like truly killing it at a high level. It's just sticking to the things that you need to do for a long enough period of time, right? So the first step, after choosing your goals, which we'll do in just a second, is to simplify and do less, right? Create a stop doing list, right? Create a stop doing list. So if you guys are frequently like, I'm not saying like give up your hobbies and stuff like that, but just like if you're losing time, opportunity cost for like you to play the guitar for an hour versus you to put in work on your business, you are gonna get beat out because I promise you there's someone else in the, comp in the space that's choosing the work over everything else, right? So create a stop doing list. For me, in January, or I think it was like in February or something, I had to say no to going out as much. I still go out when it's you know, aligned with my goals, when let's say I have my work done, I got like my things all squared away, everything looks good, and like I don't have to work the next morning, I'll go out and have fun, but I'm not gonna do it at the expense of my business, right? I'm not gonna go out and like try to create this, like, I don't know, you guys get what I'm saying. So a stop doing list is pretty much a commitment to do less of what may be distracting you from the goal, even if it's something that you enjoy, right? Cool. Okay, so yeah, so these guys know, Mario, Jose, Francis, like if you're close to me, the number one thing I say all the time is no, right? When people like, I don't know, I don't know why people do this, like when people are like, yo, we should totally go skydiving, and people are like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna do that. We <laughs> were like, yo, we should go surfing. No, I'm not gonna do that, right? Just because I know if I go out and surf, yeah, it'll be fun, like I might get my ass kicked, but if I really wanted to be good at it and I really wanted to make it a part of my lifestyle, it's gonna take away from my business. For me, the way that I operate, if I wanna be the best, if I wanna earn seven figures, if I want to absolutely dominate, it's the price you have to pay, right? So, let's see what we have here. Yeah, I, I made a commitment to do less so that I can actually get more out of the things that are truly fulfilling, right? The things that I like, truly love. Like I said, I don't have a lot, but what I do have is really good, right? And I can guarantee that the few things that I have are gonna be the absolute best, and that's what really makes people like drool at the mouth, right? I don't envy the people that like do everything and they're all everywhere together because I know that they're so unfocused that it's, none of it's good, right? But if you look at all of the best and like top performers in the world that are like truly killing it, like Michael Jordan, for example, well actually Michael Jordan played baseball, so I guess it's not a good example, but like Tony Hawk, like he's like the top elite of skateboarding. That's his one thing. Like you guys don't know him for like playing golf. You guys don't know him for like anything else other than skateboarding. Uh, let's give another example. Let's say, I guess like Olympians, like the, the bodybuilders, right? They don't go surf. They don't 
they're not caught up doing all these other things. They chose one thing and they chose to be exponentially great at that one thing. So that's where true greatness actually lies is by being extremely focused and disciplined on one specific thing. And for most of you guys here, it's going to be your business, right? So, oh, you skipped it. Okay, cool. So another, um, another key for the vortex is to take fast action. Like be very, very quick with your actions and do not think for too long because again, you're losing time, you're losing focus. If there's a move that you can make in your business, let's say that you want to invest in Kendall, don't think about it for a month. Take fast action because with that time, you're, you're going to lose opportunity with that time that's being lost, right? So if there's an opportunity to grow, if it's aligned with your goals, take fast action and move quick, right? That's going to be a part of the vortex, right? So something that's allowed me to grow so fast within the last 12 months, because Peach Bad is only a year old, is fast action. Not thinking, just taking action, moving quick. I think Jess Post, you know, she, she has a, an amazing story about this too. She joined PTBI on like credit. I don't even know if she had the savings, but like she joined PTBI and she was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just gonna do it and I'm gonna figure it out, right? And so she really utilized fast action in, in the time in the vortex. Yeah, and she, and she quit her job not too, not too long after, right? So one thing that I do with the vortex is like I create my daily to-do list and I get that shit done that day, right? There is nothing that takes priority over that to-do list unless that to-do list is done is I won't, I won't do anything else until that to-do list is done, right? And so the only thing, the only time tasks carry over into the next day is if it is a large enough task that needs to be done. Like these presentations took me like about three days like I was on this presentation for three days and I did not come out of my room until it was done. Right. Then after I was out of the room, I was like, okay, cool. I can enjoy my life. But like fast action, that's how success moves very quick. Right. And that's also going to be how you get a shit ton done in a short amount of time. Right. Because what we want to do is take those exponential results that you see in your life and your business and shorten it to a very small finite amount of time. So that way, what could have taken you five years to grow now only takes you three to six months. All right, so you can hit the next one. Okay, cool, you can hit the next one too. Okay, awesome. So, this is how we're gonna use the vortex. Right, so now we know how to create the vortex. You choose one, two, three specific goals in the areas of greatness. You create a stop doing list so you eliminate distractions so you can focus. And then the last thing that you're gonna do is you're gonna set a time frame, right? Where do you wanna be in the next six months and go there and really commit for six months, right? When I came back from Miami, I told Jose and Mario, I said, I'm going in the vortex, 90 days. I'm going in the vortex. These are my goals. These are my three goals that I'm going to focus on. And I'm not going to focus on anything else until that 90 days is up, right? So you guys don't actually have to be this ruthless savage, like Jeff Bezos robot, like that turns off emotions and never goes out again. Dude, I got trips planned. I'm going to roll my balls off with my friends. Like I'm going to have fun and like really like, live my life, 
But the thing is like, I'm giving myself an allotted amount of time where I'm staying focused. And in that time, I'm not letting anything distract me. So for the next 90 days up until, you know, have a, a, a trip planned for Chicago, it's going to be really fun. It's going to be a festival. It's going to be sick. Um, but I'm not, I'm not going to do anything else. Right. My friend says, Hey, let's go to Tahoe for a weekend. Nope. It's not in my plan. I said, Hey, let's go out and get drinks on a Wednesday. Nope. It's not my plan. Right. I'm going to stay focused and do the daily tasks day in and day out. So that way I can harness that exponential growth. So like I mentioned, like you're not going to build a seven figure business in, you know, one day, right? Unless you win the lottery, that would be sick, but it's not going to happen. Right? So it has to be how you choose to focus your time and energy day after day after day after day and letting those small actions stack up to exponential results. That's what got Kendall to where she is today, right? That's what got me to where I am today. Just the small daily actions that stack up. But the thing is a lot of people let those small daily actions slip through their fingers opportunity costs, not focusing the time and energy. So one of the things that I want you guys to do is like really just set a goal and then set in a lot of amount of time, right? I really do think that coming up for air is a good thing. So say choosing 90 days where you just say solely focused on your business for that 90 days and then plan a trip, right? One of my favorite uh, entrepreneurs, his name is Sam ovens. He takes a 10 day trip every quarter, right? But in that quarter, he is extremely focused and disciplined and gets a lot done, a lot more than most people are able to do because of these concepts I'm sharing with you here. Right. So you can go ahead and hit the next one. Cool. Um, Okay, cool. So yeah, you can hit the next one. Yeah, this is essentially just talking about those 90 day sprints or six month sprints or, you know, 12 month sprints, There's a couple different ways that you can break it out. But really the best way I see it is like every quarter should be extremely focused on one single goal and then take a, like a good vacation that's worth your while, right? Because who really cares? Like if you go out every single weekend with the same people at the same bar, get the same drinks, wake up hungover, like that's keeping you down. But if you're able to focus and like really dedicate that time and energy, you're going to get a lot in your business and you're going to be able to take cooler trips, right? Bigger trips further from your home, like really life experience. So that's like, that's the result of doing less, but getting more out of life. A lot of people have it ass backwards. They try to do more and they get less out of life, right? But the winners, the difference between you know, where you guys are now to where you want to be is actually doing less and getting out more. Get the next one. Okay, cool. And then, yeah, no, you're good. You can skip one more. All right, so now we're going to talk about the three areas of greatness. And this is like a concept that I think about all the time, every single day. It's always on my mind. If you guys follow me, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? What are the three areas of greatness? Wealth, health, and relationships, right? If you can master those three areas of your life, you will be fulfilled, you will be happy, and you will live a great life. But if you have your health and your wealth down, but your relationships suck, you're going to be unhappy. doesn't matter how healthy you are, how wealthy you are, you're going to be unhappy. 
If you have a good relationship and good wealth, but you're like physically not okay, like you're not gonna be that very happy, right? And also, if you have a healthy life and a healthy relationship, it's where most people are, right? And they get by, but it's not greatness, right? And so health, wealth, and relationships, those are the three areas of life that you have to master to get the most out of your life. If you think about your favorite influencers online, this is usually what they're flexing. They're flexing a lot of money. They're flexing you know, their health. They're also flexing a healthy relationship. These are all things that you guys can all create for yourselves right now. Right? The thing is you guys focus, or people just focus on too many different things. Just focus on three main things. Health, wealth, and relationships, and have one goal for each. Right? So have one goal for each. Right? So have your finances in check. Right? You probably don't need the car, you probably don't need the big house, you probably don't need the, the clothes and all these things. Right? But if you have wealth and you're able to invest that and you're safe and you're good, that's more than what most people have. Right? Your health. If you're happy and confident and you're taking care of your body, right? that's more than what most people have. Right? And then also a healthy relationship. This, and I'm not talking about friends and family. I'm not talking about your significant other. I'm talking about with yourself. Right? A healthy relationship with yourself. Right? Those are the areas of greatness that you guys need to focus on. Right? And if anything compromises those areas, it needs to, it needs to be cut out. Right. So yeah, you can hit it. So let's talk about, um, yeah, you can, you can hit the next one. Okay, cool. So these are stats that I'm going to read off about the 1%, the 1% in life, right? The unachievable 1%, right? These are my goals here, and they're actually not very hard to hit, right? So if you want to be in the 1% of income earners in the world, all you have to do is make $400,000 a year, right? Not very hard, right? If you guys grow your business, you guys have the right mentors, you learn from me and Kendall, like, and you surround yourself with people who are doing it, not very hard, right? Kendall's doing it, she's 23, I'm doing it, I'm 25, like, it's, it's fucking possible, right? The second thing, is that with relationships, most marriages divorce after the first five years. Is there an actual number? Is there a percentage there? Okay, so almost 50% of marriages divorce after the first five years, right? So to be in the 1%, all you have to do is just stay in a happy relationship. And most people don't realize that like, their relationship is a reflection of themselves and they don't have a good relationship with themselves and so they take it out on their partner and things start to go south. So if you have a good relationship with yourself, you have like a beautiful relationship. Me and Megan have like a really awesome relationship and it's just because like we've worked on ourselves enough to know that all of our problems that we have together are not actually our problems, but it's usually just because we're frustrated or angry and we can look past that kind of stuff, right? The other thing is that most people are actually very unsatisfied with the way they look and they feel, right? So most people don't actually even work out, let alone are in shape, let alone teach other people about fitness. Right, so you guys already got that shit covered, right? So you guys already got the health thing covered. Um, it's just together too, right? And this, and this obviously goes beyond just business, right? This is your life, right? How to achieve greatness in your life, right? If you can, if you can show that you have a happy relationship with yourself and with your significant other, if you can show that you're healthy, you can show that you're financially stable, you're not stressed on bills, like, dude, that is gonna make people water at the mouth. And it's not about like making other people want what you have, but like, I know you guys want that, right? Everyone wants that. So, go ahead and go. Um, 
Yeah, I guess you can skip skip forward this one. Okay, cool. Yeah, you can skip forward with this one too. We can bust through these. Um, cool. So I'm just going to show you guys this one more time. We're about to wrap up here. But this is how you achieve those exponential results, right? In the three areas of greatness, choose one goal in each, right? So for your health, decide that you're going to commit to a fitness routine, right? But that doesn't mean that you're going to be a pro snowboarder. It doesn't mean that you're going to be, you know, a pro, like, whatever else, tennis player. You try to do too many things. Like, if you're trying to be, like, a cross athlete, you're not going to get very far. You're going to limit yourself, and you won't be able to harness the power of the vortex because, you know, your focus is being undivided, right? So choose one goal that you want to be exponentially great at and just commit to that goal for a long enough period of time for you to like get those results. Same thing with your wealth, right? Commit to one goal. If you want to save your money, then everything else is a distraction, right? But the other thing that you can do out of leveraging wealth is like buying things that you like. I don't know. Like if you guys really like collecting Pokemon cards, like that's, a, that's something that you can do with your wealth. And if that makes you truly happy, like that's, that is a level of greatness. Like when I see people like pull out the Pokemon card deck, I don't get like super excited about it, but I can see, I can see, I can see their, their excitement and that inspires me. I don't care about the cards. I care about what inspires other people. And that's like what people are choosing to do with their wealth, but that's an area of greatness. But when you go into someone's room, they got like these random collectibles here, these clothes that they don't wear over here. They got these, you know, pieces that they bought over here. And there's like all their wealth is spread out. Well, then all their wealth is spread out. So choose one thing that you're going to do with your wealth, whether it be investing in your business, whether it be investing in, you know, financial growth. If you want some of that information, talk to Chris here, he's a financial advisor. Um, or if you want your wealth to be accumulated in like in, in material items, that's totally fine too. Right. But choose and be intentional what you want to do with your wealth. And then same thing with your relationship too. Right. I will say <laughs> Megan's in the back there right now. I'm choosing Naruto over my relationships and, uh, but I know that like, if I want a true relationship, I have to choose her over my friends, right? Or I have to choose this one person, this one relationship over, you know, all these areas of distraction that's going to diversify me over here. One of the breaking points I had uh, in January was like all of my PTBI students were coming into, um, coming into town. Like it seemed like every single weekend, someone new was in town. I was like, oh, I have to see this person. Oh, I have to go see this person. I have to go meet this person. I have to go meet this person. I'm like, a month went by. I haven't spent any time with my girlfriend. I'm like, okay, that needs to stop, right? Because that's the one relationship that I have. That's the one goal. And so I don't go out as much. I don't see my friends as much. But I spend more time with Megan, and my relationship is better. So um, when you had, like, did you ever have, like, conversations, like, with your family or close friends, like? Nope, I never had. you just, like, cut them off? Like, so the thing, is, is that, the thing is I don't cut people off. I never cut people off, but there's a time and place, right? And so if someone's calling me in the middle of the day, it's not like I'm going to hang up on them and, you know, never talk to them again. Or if my friends are like, hey, let's go out. And I'm like, no, you're cut off. Like, it's never like that. It's like if someone's calling me in the middle of the day, I won't answer, but then I'll get back to it after my things are done, right? After I focus, I've got my things done. My friends back home, like they know like, okay, Zach probably won't come to these trips, but when I'm home and it's my time to spend with them, I'm going to spend it with them. Right. So it's just, it's really just operating on my schedule. Um, one thing that I learned actually is really funny is that one of the, the wealthiest people in the world, 
they test very high on low concern for others, right? And that doesn't mean that you're malicious and cutting people off and that you don't care, but it's about, it, it means that their goal is more important than how they make other people feel. And it doesn't mean putting people down, but like, to answer your question, like, I've never had a conversation to where I'm like, hey, I'm not hanging out with you anymore because my goals are more important. It's just like, hey, I'm getting this done, and when, like, it makes sense, I'll be there. Right? So you don't have to make, like, a hard stop or a hard conversation. Like, I don't think that you have to be, like, cold like that. I'm not saying that you should be cold at all. I don't think I'm cold. But the thing is, like, understand where your time and energy is going. Make that a priority, and then you can fill it in with, with other people. Yeah. Like your energy is going to be different, right? So like I have friends back home who finishing school, right? They, they went to school, I dropped out. You know, it's different, right? You're up in the middle of nowhere. So like your energy becomes different. People stop inviting you, right? The crowd that you once hung out with, they kind of realize you kind of almost outgrow them at some point too. And you kind of stop getting the invite. Same thing, like you'll stop inviting friends that you kind of saw, you know, you're not vibing with anymore or the ones that judge you and you don't want to be around them, just kind of fall out of it with them, yeah. you know? It's not that there's any animosity, it's not that, you know, you do things on bad terms, but usually you just outgrow it. Yeah, your, your friend group will naturally grow around you as you grow. I, I like, my friends are as effortless as it gets. I do not put in any effort to try to be friends with everybody. Who I hang out with is literally just, it, it grows around me as I grow, and I'm sure that will change in the future, but like, um, yeah, it's, it's not something that I have to like put in effort for. I was just going to add, as someone whose friends is at Kendall, when they say no to me to hang out, I'm like, my friends are fucking dope. And they're doing some dope shit. You know how many people on this fucking planet say yes to fucking everything because they're so scared of saying no and upsetting people? You know how many of my clients I had have conversations with, like, say no to this bullshit. You don't need to drink. You don't need to do this. You don't need to do that bullshit. Like, why are other people more important than yourself? And when you are putting yourself first, you're gonna fucking pop off. And the people who love you, who want you to grow, who are happy for you, they're gonna be like, fuck yes, bitch. Go get that guap. Go get that shit. Like, go get jacked. I don't give a fuck. Like, people who love you, who genuinely want you to do better, are going to be happy that you're doing that shit. People who are upset that you're doing that shit, one, are immature and they take it personally that you're fucking dope, fuck that. <laughs> and two, if they genuinely wanted you to be happy, they wouldn't make you feel bad for doing shit. It's gonna make you better and happier. The right people in your life are always gonna support you in the things that make you better. And anyone who makes you feel guilty for that shit needs to grow the fuck up. Yeah. Retweet. Yeah. Oh <laughs> that, uh, that also comes back to having a good, healthy relationship with yourself, knowing that like, hey, even if you say no, that doesn't make you a bad person, right? It just means that your goals are different. And anyone else have any questions? So cool. when you say you go into like your three months like period, so how long is your break after? Sometimes it can feel like I don't have enough time to break because everything's just- So, y yeah, so um, you want, the thing is like we can only handle so much stimulus at a time like you do get overwhelmed like have you ever gone on a vacation and then like five days in you're like all right i'm ready to go home and get back to work so like you don't need that much time out of the break so usually the way that i do it is like i'll go in deep focus for like three months 
I'll go have like a three to five day vacation where I'm just like fully free. And then I'll come home, I'll have like a month to where I'm kind of just like coasting, enjoying life and like kind of slowing down a little bit. And when it's time to go back in the vortex, you'll know. Like you will know, usually it's like, oh, I feel inspired and I know exactly what I need to do in the next six months and then you go in, right? But like I mentioned, Sam Ovens, he's a big inspiration of mine. The way that he breaks it out is he'll go into a vortex for like three months, then do a 10 day vacation and then go back in. Right. And that's kind of what I want to do. But um, right now my plan is like, okay, 90 days. I got a festival coming up in September. Then I got one in October. So those two months will be more chill, right? But because I know that those two vacations are coming up, then I'm not going to like, I'm like, okay, cool. So now I know that there's a target. I know that there's a, uh, a end date. I'm going to go in and focus and like really go all in. Right. Chris, I know you had a question too. Yeah, I would say, you know, when we go back home, right after all this and, and some of us, go back to a small town or and they know people know we're there mm -hmm. and what's the actual step you took or had a shift to get you in that vortex to just kind of other than just saying no to everybody yeah yeah what turned your mind to that yeah so first things first is decide what goals you want to hit right so you got the three areas of, of greatness you know so uh wealth health relationships for wealth is probably going to be business right and then you create the activation energy. So you just create an environment that's going to be conducive for that goal. And you just try to do the daily stuff every single day that's gonna progress you there, right? Your DM outreach, your content, your sales calls, you know, reaching out to people. But like if you're in that vortex and you know that your goal is to hit, you know, 10 clients in a month and a day goes by and you didn't put in the work to sign a client, that's when you're losing time and focus, right? So it's just like, okay, what do I need to do every single day to hit this goal? And I'm just gonna do that every single day, right? So, you know, an actionable step could be if you're like getting started and you wanna say, sign, you wanna grow your team to 50 clients, right? And hire an assistant coach. That's like what you wanna do. So you go home and in 90 days you put that goal. Okay, I wanna hire an assistant coach and I wanna sign 50 clients. So what can you do every single day to get to that goal? Well, it's the small daily things. It's the small daily actionable steps your outreach, your content, introducing yourself to people, you know, going live on your, on your IGTV, doing everything you can to sign that client every single day and then get that goal. And then also educating yourself as well, right? Education comes into a big uh, factor in the vortex because that's gonna help you get to your goal. So for me, it's like consuming course content, consuming uh, specific information and content that's gonna help me get to that goal. Right. Does, that, does that answer your question? Yeah. Any other questions, guys? So, like, when you're, you have your goal set, what if you are getting towards, like, the end of your 90 days and you're not really where you were supposed to be at the end of that? Do you kind of prolong it? Or do you kind of still have a hard stop and be like, this is my time now to, you know, go do what I'm going to do? I think it depends on how you're feeling. If you can push a little bit harder, then, then sure. But if you're feeling like, oh shit, I need a break, then take a break, right? These are just like goals to shorten that exponential growth. Regardless of whether or not you hit it, it's still happening, right? Regardless of whether or not you hit it, it's still happening. And so if it takes a little bit longer, that's totally fine. Um, but you'll know if you need a break, right? Like some of you guys wake up on a, on a training day and you're like, oh shit, my body needs a break. Like it's not gonna, it's, it won't make a difference. So it's either or. Any other questions, guys? Yeah. Okay. So like you guys know, if you guys know like how I operate, like most of you guys who are in the mastermind or like my clients know I get my shit done like really fast, right? Like 
the way that my brain operates, like I hyper focus on things for like a very short spurt of time, but I always need to recharge. And like I've always told Zach that is like I think it's really important for you guys to figure out how your brain operates specifically for breaks. Do you need an intermission? Do you chunk? Also, one thing I'll tell you guys is you scale, and most of you guys know this who work with me, is like I have a shit show hour in the middle of the day all the time. Because it's either like I need a recharge from whatever happens because you scale, most of it becomes like more managerial. So you're literally just troubleshooting. Like you can ask Garrison, it's like most time during the day, I'm on strategy sessions or troubleshooting. So like when I'm in a building phase or you know, I will typically do a building phase about twice a year, about like once a quarter, I'll probably have like a super big building month. Uh, for example, honestly, this month is, is pretty much a building month for FTF. So like, yeah, revenue might go down a little bit, right? Um, personally, for me, kind of like Zach, I'm the same way. Like, I'll usually plan festival or vacation, but I think also think about how your day needs to be structured as well. So I wish Caroline was here. She'll, she's flying in right now, but um, she's really good at like figuring out how to chunk time. And just remember that like how your brain works when you're in the vortex might be way different than how somebody else's works. So just make sure that you find workflows and you know, figure out if it's like really going hard for like three days out of the week or figure out if it's like, okay, I need to go hard five days out of the week, but put that break in the middle of my day, so. Yeah, if it gives you guys some uh, insight, I take two naps a day, every <laughs> single day, at 11 o'clock and 2 p.m., every single day without fail, right? And it's not about doing more within and cramming that in that time, it's just about staying focused on what's important. Right? Like I mentioned, there's only a few things that I do every single day, and it's on routine, but I do it consistently for 90 days to where that exponential growth happens. Right? So my, my, the way that my brain operates is like I have my few important things that I'm working on, and I'm not cramming myself into five days to try to get it all done, but it's just very consistent over a long enough period of time, which is 90 days. And because I know that I only have a certain amount of time each day, other things are not gonna take a priority, and that's how I'm able to do it like that. So usually around, like I wake up at six, go to the gym from seven to nine, from nine to 10 or nine to 11, I'm doing like kind of morning admin stuff. 11 o'clock, I take a nap. Like I always take a nap. Uh, from 11.30 to like one, I'm eating. One to two, I'm like kind of just doing whatever. Usually two, I take another nap. And then from three to five, I'm on like whatever calls, maybe sales calls, team calls, like whatever it is. And then five to seven, I'm on like team calls. And then from seven to nine, I'm consuming good content. It's consistent. Every single day is like that, right? I'm not doing a lot. I'm doing very few things that are very focused, but the longer you spend in that time, it's where you're gonna get the exponential results. So cool, we can wrap up. Figured that you guys don't need a lot of like strategy on like DM outreach or sales calls or anything. I figured this is probably gonna help you operate at a higher level. But I do wanna grab a quick little video, so if you guys wanna go fucking crazy real quick. All right, you guys ready? Let's do it. All right, just, yeah, just scream, put your hands up. Three, two, one, go. Awesome, thank you guys. Yo, what is going on, guys? Good morning. Welcome back to the Journey Podcast. So what I have today is actually an audio recording of uh, the lecture I did at our live retreat last week. And I want to take a second to talk about the retreat <clears throat> just to give some um, kind of just like thoughts over how the weekend went. 
it was just a really amazing weekend. Basically what happened uh, is I teamed up with uh, Kendall Strample, who is a business coach in the San Diego area. Um, and rather than just competing for the same marketplace, we thought, you know, why don't we come together collaboratively and combine our groups of people together? That way we can make just one big, awesome community here in San Diego. And that's what we did. We flew out 25 of our students to San Diego. We rented an Airbnb. We had about four speakers Saturday and Sunday. Uh, just talking about fitness, talking about business, talking about team culture, talking about how to build an awesome community. And uh, everyone there was just like really awesome. Like there was just good vibes going around. We we're all like having a good time, getting to know each other. We went out like it was just a good time to make memories. Um, but I did do a lecture talking about time, energy and focus. And um, I coined this term called the vortex, which is essentially a period of time in which you are extremely disciplined and focused on one particular goal for a certain allotted amount of time. Um, and it impacted a lot of people at the retreat. A lot of people were saying how motivated they were feeling after the talk and how focused they were feeling and how much direction and just assurance they had in uh, their journey. And I wanted to share it with you guys here. So uh, what you guys are going to get is actually the hour long recording of that lecture that I did live at the um, at the retreat. So there's a lot of a lot of really good golden nuggets inside. But the one thing I will say is that it is very raw. So there's like breaks and then there's like, you know, a little bit of chatter. So if you're wondering what that is, just remember, like, this was a live speech I gave and, you know, I, I didn't do any edits. I keep this show very raw and real. Um, so just imagine that you're sitting there at the retreat with all of us, actually, just imagine that you're sitting there with 25 of us all there to grow our businesses. And um, yeah, with that being said, guys, I'll leave you to it.